Hey, this is Dawn Williams. Welcome to Research Shows Podcast. And this is the morning show with the morning crew. So before we get into listening to my interview with Omar and Kelly, I want to first give my little tidbit like I do on the mornings. So let's get into it. This quick little word of advice is for all my business people, you need to use your time wisely. I just want to give a case in point. When you're an entrepreneur, everything in regards to business, a lot of times is up and down. It's not guaranteed. So about two weeks ago, I had hardly anybody, which is kind of weird, but it was like the whole week. I barely had anybody. I wasn't feeling well anyway, but I took that, those slow moments and utilized them. So I created a lot of content and utilized it. So that way, when I'm busy and you don't have time to create the content, you know, then it's already there and I ain't had to worry about it. I pre-scheduled, you know, all these podcasts, YouTube channel, post stuff on my social media and then jump off because when I'm busy, I'm busy. And when I'm not, I'm not. And with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll jump right into my interview with Kelly. How long ago was that? When did you start the VV show? Two years ago. Oh, wow. So you was nine. Yes, ma'am. This is, I'm just so inspired. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, all right. So tell everybody, how is it being a social media influencer? How is that experience for you? It's actually been so amazing because I like to, you know, inspire people, especially at a young age that I am. And I want to inspire like kids that's my age or younger and also like, some adults as well so they can inspire their kids to you know I wouldn't say be like me but be like 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 positivity like have positivity and you know be positive not like don't be negative that is so wonderful entrepreneur Thursdays with research shows podcast Hello, 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 everybody. This is your girl, Dawn M. Williams. You are listening to Research Show's podcast. This is the morning show with the morning crew at 6 a.m. Mondays. And I got with me my girl, Kelly. How you doing today, Kelly? Hey, hey, hey. All right. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. So... Let's jump right into this. This is courtesy of Fox 8. This happened in Memphis, Tennessee. The article is dated January 24, 2023. So basically, um, they're finding out that these Instacart shoppers, which I technically am still registered as one. I used to do that. Are stealing (laughs) by way of the, I don't know how they doing this. I know it says it somewhere in this daggone. Oh, oh, here we go. The victim said, let me read this. She said the delivery person who was picking up her groceries spent about $40 on random items (laughs) that she didn't want or receive, even a pair of women's clogs. The victim says it didn't happen just once, but twice. She said the second time when she opted for delivery, the person only got $15. So this happened to her more than once. This is my whole thing. Let me hear what you got to say about this first. <laughs> Go ahead. Wait. Girl. Wait. Before you say your opinion, answer me this. 
Do you think this has to do with the fact that the, the requirements are low in regards to becoming an Instacart shopper? I mean, you gotta have a car. You gotta have a lot in order to be an Instagram Instacart shopper, almost. But I don't think the requirements are too low because they did a background check. Yeah, but it's not like a regular job. You know how when you go on a job interview and they really be digging all in your stuff? Like, Instacart is straight up independent contractor, and everybody can't be an independent contractor. Some people is just straight up trifling. Right, but that's even if you weren't an independent thing. Even Amazon people be stealing packages. What you mean? Like, oh, I forgot about the that. The post office <laughs> people be stealing packages, and they contracted too. Full that's time contracted. So, I mean, it's on people and their morals and their values and their integrity on if they're going to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Girl. Period on that. But this situation, this lady, I'll be done got me in my car and went and got me some food if if I keep getting robbed in a sense. Yeah, I you're mean, right. You're going to keep stealing my stuff. And I, it's not happened once, but twice or three times. Oh no, it's time to go get out, get off my butt and go to the <laughs> store. <laughs> but see, you know what it is? Because I've also been on the receiving end of Instacart. It feels like it's almost like you're living a life of luxury that you have a personal shopper for like a discounted rate. So I really think this is also going along with you get what you pay for. Ain't because if I had a personal ain't assistant discounted about Instacart. Yes, it is, No, it's not. You pay, you pay $10 extra just for the person to deliver something that might only cost $5. That's like Uber Eats. You, you charging me $30 for a $10 meal. No. Um, This is what I mean on, I know it's expensive in that respect, but like if you look at people they got like money. They got personal assistance. I'm thinking celebrity level. They got personal assistance that they pay. I'm I'm sure plenty of money, probably fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year minimum to run around do their errands, pick the kids up, go grocery shopping, all that, so that they don't gotta show their face at the grocery store. You see what I'm saying? That's what I mean in comparison to that. It's cheap. So it's like you got a personal assistant. On the on the discount because if you had to pay somebody outright, like I know eventually, you know, inshallah, if Allah permits, that I'll get to that level. Oh, I'll be paying you well <laughs> to be my freaking personal assistant because you know what I'm saying. Like, and I I would have to in order for quality. So you know, I get it a lot. Like that's that's why I stopped getting it delivered. But now I'm really gonna stop. I probably never get it again because I didn't know they were stealing. Girl, yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> Look, you can tell I got a conscience because I'll be sitting there ringing the people's stuff. I wouldn't dare ring somebody else's stuff up. And then also, isn't it common sense that this is theft and there is a paper trail for the theft? No, you know, common sense ain't always common. Mm. I need you to know that and understand that common sense is not always common. Yeah, they, they're redefining what common sense is because this is effing crazy. It's not common. It don't make no sense. 
not coming. <laughs> and look, I'm gonna double this one up with the McDonald's story while we're sitting there on food because that makes sense. But this is courtesy of the Daily Dot. So it says that a McDonald's worker shares that what they do when a customer wants, quote, fresh food and comes in mm. 30 minutes before close. So the lady said, I worked at McDonald's for six years. I can tell you that they do this and I send it right back. Somebody was like saying this is true, but they're basically saying what they do um, is they take a cooked, for example, chicken patty from the warming rack, throw it back in a deep fryer for a few seconds, then pull it out, shake the grease off and make the, <laughs> make the sandwich as usual. They, wait, you said you already knew this. <laughs> mm -hmm. How you know this, Kelly? You you ain't worked at McDonald's because I don't have enough experiences with these McDonald's employees. That yeah, I don't had to go across from a few of them because you're not gonna. I made you make me my own my whole meal back normal. Mm -hmm. So wait a minute, do, do they do this I, with fries? Yes, they do it with fries. So what I do is, even when I'm with fries, because like, if you notice, if you walk into some um, inside McDonald's, they'll have the fries sitting there under the hot thing. They're actually getting cold. They're not getting hot, right? right? So what I do is I tell them cook to order my fries, or sometimes you could even do the, can I have fries no salt? So then that means they have to drop it without salt. And then ask for packets of salt. So you know your fries are fresh because they cannot put salt in. And that's true. Because when I used to work at Wendy's, like we would have to cook somebody's fries fresh if they said they didn't want no salt on the fries. Right. So you want fresh fries? Say, I don't no salt, please. And then ask for packets of salt. But then most of the time, um, Wendy's, I don't never have no problem in general. Like most of the time, Wendy's is pretty on point. With the uh the French fries, Wendy's, I ain't been to McDonald's Wendy's, in a decade. Wendy's been been slipping a little bit. Depends Ooh. on which Wendy's you go to. Depends oh. on which Wendy's you go to. Now, if you go to the little hood Wendy's, yeah, you might you might be you might be short. Oh well, that's a but, problem. <laughs> that's a problem. McDonald's make my, my whole stomach like turn. I haven't had McDonald's probably in like ten years. Has it been 10 years or has it just been since you decided you weren't going to eat no more food except, oh, this little vegan diet you're on? Ma'am, the vegan is out the window, okay? We, 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 oh, we. praise him. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Look, I'm not even going to you. Tell I knew you it something. was coming. I knew it was coming. I but know. Because nobody got time for. Mm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. First of all, mm -hmm. I needed me some chicken in my life. Secondly, because mm -hmm. your egg, your, mm. the mm -hmm. chicken, like the, the 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 vegan food is processed heavily, and it was actually dehydrated me severely because I learned that your body works like twice as much, it probably more than that to rehydrate because that that hot that dehydrated food is like sucking all the, the moisture out your whole body girl i was dehydrated like i don't know what and mm -hmm. still lost weight i want to say that and let me say this because remember i was doing dr sebi oh, that yeah. was ridiculous and umar i haven't looked at it yet but he told me he had found a video of dr sebi hitting a freaking j i said i'm done how do you 
healthy. Make it make sense. How you is restrictive on the, you can't even have regular vegetables on a Dr. Sebi diet. Like it's all the way strict. But this dude hitting a J? Do that make any sense? Mm -hmm. It do not make no sense. <laughs> it do. Why make sense? <laughs> Dr. Sebi was Jamaican. What is wrong with you? No, he was West Indian. Thank you. West, which is Caribbean. <laughs> I was so girl, I just couldn't take it no more. And we'd have, we'd have found us a butcher, a halal butcher. That's the bomb up there on 450. You know what I'm talking about? Right there near that Taco Bell. Taco Bell? You know, on 450 oh, across. Yeah, it's like halal. By the uniform store by the CVS. Exactly. And it's it's only reason why I went there is because down there, um, Price Right done closed, girl. Price Right closing everywhere, and that's the where we was getting the halal meat. And I just ended up uh looking up a close butcher. I said, I'm gonna have to do what these foreigners do. They go to the butcher. So that's been it for me. All right, mm -hmm. so with that being said, we finished with the food talk. We're going to close this episode right on out. So don't forget, you can catch these episodes and other episodes by going to the researchdepartments.com with an S and click on Research Shows Podcast. And you can catch us every Monday at 6 a.m., me and Kelly. So, Kelly, thank you once again for coming on. You're welcome. All right. And then everybody hold tight. We'll be right back after this commercial break. In 2020, it was hysterectomies performed against inmates' will in the state of Georgia. At one point in time, white women were denied the right of birth control. When they were asked to be sterilized, they were denied that right. Women of color were sterilized against their will. Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. That was a clip from one of my My Two Cents episodes that play every day at 12 noon Eastern right here on Research Shows Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back from that commercial break. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast. And this is the morning crew. And today I got with me my baby boy, Umar. How you doing, Umar? Really good. All right. So last week we left off at, what was we talking about? It's giving communism. That's what I remember saying. Stop looking at my hair. Oh my God. Umar just like. Anyway. <laughs> I said it's giving communism. We were talking about TikTok and basically how right now it's the Democratic Party is really pushing it to shut it down. So now China or the developers is trying to include, you know, make it more, um, acceptable. And they put, what is it called? STEM on there. Mm -hmm. And not, that's, bite dance. same thing. That's, that's big prejudice. I will say that it's not prejudice. It is. It's a communist country. That's like you saying you updating your app and you saying USA updated Don Michelle's app. Umar. It's true. Though. Let me hip you the game, boo. Let me hip you to game. Okay? The same congressional hearing that you saw with TikTok, they had one with uh, one of the leaders in 
Twitter. Mm. Hear me out. Elon Musk purchased Twitter, right? As soon as he purchased Twitter, within a few months or so, he fired like all the executives. Okay. Wow. It was crooked. And let me explain to you. This is a capitalist society, ain't it? The lady got grilled by a Republican, like senator or whatever. It was a lady who was, I'm sure she was Republican. And she basically was saying, why were you taking down COVID-19 information that was posted by doctors? And you know what she said? She got threatened by governments around the world to take down information that didn't go according to what they were trying to spread about COVID. Mm -hmm. This is a capitalistic society that was happening. And she was scared of losing her job and feeding her family or, or scared for her life. If the government call you, it can take a bold person like your mama to be like, I'm going to need that in writing and you're being recorded. Ain't nobody going to do all that. That's what I would do. Cause, cause see, they're going to throw her under the bus. You think them governments is going to admit that they're the ones who was threatening her? They're going to be like, we never call her. They'll go on a database and erase it. What you going to do? That's what I'm saying. So this is a capitalist society who threatened an, a, a free American citizen. And you talking about a communist society? How many times do you think that the, the president of China going to go over to, to the, uh, the owner of Bite Dance and say, give up that information I'm putting you in a concentration camp? What was your question again? Wow, I just sat there and spoke for no, two no, no, minutes. No, 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 no. I understand what you said. I'm, my question is, what's your opinion in regards to that? Because they're in a communist country, so that president at any time could be like, give it up or I'm going to put you in a concentration camp. It, to me, it's the same as what they just said to that woman. Exactly, it's the same here. It's the same exact here. They'll put you in jail, prison. Right. What's the solution? Well, uh, is there even a problem? You know, I'm starting to wonder, is there even a problem? What's the problem? They want control. They want control of everyone's information. Who wants control? Well, both sides or yeah, just one? Both sides. Of everybody's information for yes. power, control, so they feel special. Like mm. Allah. I'll say that. Allah. Exactly. <laughs> See, reference. <laughs> From that cursed devil. Oh no, honey. Yes, that's accurate. I I, I agree with you on that. So it's kind of like we're seeing two people fighting it out. Mm -hmm. And to, using to be a bigger bully. The bigger <laughs> wait, the bigger bully. <laughs> wait, say what you said before about the two bullies. What you just said? It's just uh, two bullies in two different countries. There's it's two bullies trying to access each other's information or I forgot what I said. Okay, you, I think you said it's two different bullies trying to prove who's going to be the bigger bully. And they want the exact same thing as the other one wants. Mm -hmm. Oh, including the spy balloons, right? There was another one called. When? Like a month ago. So to me, it's like, oh, and then there's a whole lot of other stuff that's involved in all this craziness. But my whole thing is they're politicizing it this is really deep. <laughs> like, I don't think people have any idea what, they, what they're looking at. And then they're holding their children hostage. Why do you pick your app? How do you feel about that as a child? If they're going to ban a whole generation's app, that's going to be a huge problem. Well, that, does that, what do y'all talk about? Like, do y'all have a problem with, like, 
Are any of y'all saying when I get 18, I'm going to vote for? Da, da, da. How does no this affect y'all? No one's thinking about it. It's about now. If if if, if they would have shut down TikTok right now, it would be a whole riot. I'm serious. Where would y'all go? Like, what other platform is like anywhere like near TikTok? What was popular back in 2016? Or- Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat, YouTube, Twitter, stuff like that. But right now, TikTok, it will cause a riot. Mm-hmm. Did you know that right now on regular TV, I'm talking about, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When I stream on Roku and all that, excuse me, Roku, they got ads of people saying, I make this amount of money on TikTok. This would be devastating to my business and all that. That's how hard they go on politicizing this. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of children making a lot of money on this, right? Mm-hmm. So what is what is that conversation like on TikTok? Like how is that? What are no they one's talking about it. They just la- oh yeah okay that's what I want to talk to you about. So you were laughing at the congressional hearing that they had, and they were talking about Wi-Fi. Tell everybody about that. In fact, you could play it. Pull it up in your phone. Uh, Go ahead. For, I'm gonna press pause. Ready? Talk access the home Wi-Fi network. Only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I, I'm sorry, I may not understand the... So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to, to access the network to get connections to the internet, if that's the question. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Congressman, we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. Specifically, can you tell me right now can you say with 100% certainty that TikTok does not use the phone's camera to determine whether the content that elicits a pupil dilation should be amplified by the algorithm? Can you tell me that? We do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. We do not. The, the, the How, only but thing- you, you don't... The, no, the only face data that you get that we collect is when you use the filters to have, say, sunglasses on your face. We need to know where your eyes are. And Why do you need it, to know what the eyes are and, if you're not seeing if they're dilated? And, and that data is stored on your local device and deleted after use if you use it for facial. Again, we do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. I find that hard to believe, Andy, that they're looking at the eyes. How do you determine what age they are then? Um, we rely on age gating as our key age assurance. Age gating, which is when you ask the user what age they are. We have also developed some tools where we look at their public profile um, to go through the videos that they post to see whether... Well, that's creepy. Tell me more about that. It's public. So if you post a video, that's, you choose that video to go public, that's how you get people to see your video. We look at those to see if you, it matches up the age that you talked about. Now, this is a real challenge for our industry. Fang Fuping, who is your boss at ByteDance, correct? No. No? No. He's neither my boss, nor do we have frequent contact. But you have regular contact with ByteDance? Uh, with uh, the CEO of ByteDance. You weren't tracking the geolocation of American citizens. You were. TikTok told us you weren't spying on journalists. You were. In your testimony, you state that ByteDance is not beholden to the CCP. Again, each of the individuals I listed are affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party, including Zong Fu. His spokesman is saying the Chinese government would make a decision. I had to stop it because I don't want to get flagged for uh, playing something that's not mine. But that's courtesy of, what's that? 
I don't even know who that is, but that's a congressional hearings or whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Your opinion? This is just stupid. Why is this stupid? <clears throat> I'll just do this. No, you don't have to do that. No, tell me your opinion. You don't have to do that. My opinion is, why would you ask a stupid question like that? Okay, so we're going to stop this episode here and we shall continue the final part of the TikTok ban on our next week's episode. So thank you so much Hang on real tight. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is a clip from season one bonus episode six. To give example of what behavior or statements your colleagues can get away with that you cannot. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Don't get me in trouble. I have seen at times where like uncomfortably in a meeting and like for instance one of my white male colleagues he makes jokes that are questionable like like kind of like you know what i mean slightly sexist yes Um, on the line um sometimes he he tries to be like down like a little too woke you know what i mean like right like he didn't say the n-word but he he, alluding to it yeah exactly and then there's not many of us in the department you know that are, are you know persons of color but for those that are we can all you just see like you know how you give the look to someone across the room or, yes you know so we we all like kind of look up and be like mm. don't forget to catch research shows every thursday at 4 p.m eastern standard all right thank you so much for coming back from that commercial break with us don't forget 12 p.m eastern daily we have my two cents and then every thursday at 4 p.m eastern we interview the entrepreneurs and mondays at 6 a.m we have the morning show with the morning crew don't forget we are on most streaming platforms just go straight to the research departments with an s.com click on research shows podcast and you can also leave a comment if you want to about a particular episode that we may or may not air depending on what your comment says so don't forget that you can also download our app. I am Don Williams and you can listen to episodes on there too. As far as season four, we are not accepting any new guests. We are only interviewing old guests. So new guests, please, you can go ahead and fill out the form at the website that I just said, and we'll be interviewing new guests, inshallah, for, for season five, which will air in the fall of 2023. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day on purpose.